Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. Hello and welcome back to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. Darren Mitchell here on a beautiful Monday, Monday the 18th of January 2021. And I uh, can't believe we're already in the second half of the first month of the year and time is absolutely flying. And I uh, trust you've had a great weekend and looking forward to a really productive uh, sales week this week and a productive week just in general for you and your team. Uh, and as we embrace the brand new week and as we start off the new week, I want to talk about today your zone of genius. Now, one of the things I've seen a lot uh, whether it be in sport, whether it be in business, in all areas, there are differences between people who are ultra successful and obviously people who are not. And one of the things that separates the super successful from everybody else is their ability to, first of all, identify what they're really good at. So their zone of genius is what we're talking about today, but also be able to have the discipline and the commitment to stay within the zone of genius and therefore get the results that ultimately puts them apart from, uh, from everybody else in their particular marketplace, but also um, just in general in terms of successful people. They do things differently than most other people. So in today's episode, I want to talk about the zone of genius, but also get you to start thinking about from your perspective, what you're doing on a daily basis. Are you operating from within a zone of genius, i.e., and I'll talk about what that actually is in a second, um, or are you spreading yourself too thin, trying to do too many things at once, or trying to take on too many responsibilities and maybe finding yourself not being great at any of them. So you, you might actually be called what's called the, a generalist, not necessarily a specialist. And so the point of today's podcast is just to remind you of uh, what makes successful people super successful and what separates them from their competition and what sort of lessons can we take from them that we can apply in our day-to-day business and hopefully help us become exceptional in our, uh, in our approach to sales leadership, but also by default, help our team also become exceptional and drive those sustainable results. So what do we mean then by zone of genius? Well, there's a lot of cliches out there and a lot of organizations talk about things like the swimming lane, remaining within the swimming lane. And the zone of genius is not dissimilar to that. The way I like to uh, define it is identifying what it is you're really, really good at, what you can specialize in, and uh, staying focused on that particular area. So what is your area of expertise? What are you really, really, really good at? And getting really specific on what the skill set is, what the capabilities are, that if you were to repeat those daily over time would deliver not only sustainable results, but extraordinary results. And this is what we talk, we talk about in terms of your zone of genius. Now, I'm working with a lot of clients right now where this is a bit of a challenge for them because they find themselves trying to be all things to all people and in some cases tying themselves up in knots because they're trying to get too much done themselves and not necessarily identifying, okay, what are the specific things that I know that if I focus on and really apply some attention to, I can move the needle and have a definitive impact versus trying to do everything and not necessarily getting great results across the entire board. And so this is what we need to learn from successful people. They are really, really ruthless in terms of what they're good at and they don't deviate from that. Once they've identified what they're really, really good at, they will uh, they'll stay committed to that and they'll always operate from within that zone of genius because they know that that's what actually moves the dial and actually makes the difference moving forward. And a key part of this, of course, is understanding how successful people think 
what goes through their mind, what sort of thought process do they have and what do they actually focus on to enable them to be in a position where they can deliver those results over an extended period of time and those results can be replicable but also sustainable and also really, really exceptional and consistent. So here's some things to think about and just ask yourself how you would stack up against these things and, and whether you're applying focus in these particular areas and if not, it might give you some input in terms of where are some things you might be able to make some changes in and start moving the dial in the direction of becoming uh, a little bit more exceptional in your approach, but also starting to move towards your own zone of genius and understanding that most people have, in a lot of cases, their own specific zone of genius and it may differ from Differ from your peers, and certainly differ from some members of your team, and that's perfectly okay. So let's uh, let's have a look at some of these things. So the first thing is, if you look at successful people, they know they know what they're experts in. They know what they're really good at, and they're very very specific at identifying what that skill set is. And they understand the concept of uh, generalists may actually be okay uh, in terms of their level of success, but specialists are the ones that actually have the I guess the the uh, the title, if you, if you like, of experts, and that differentiates them, them, therefore, from everybody else. So the first thing they do is they look at what are they actually really, really good at that they can then specialize in. And once they've identified that, they will not deviate. They will just rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. Now, a key part of this, of course, is having to have good, really good people surrounding you because there'll be other things that will have you'll have responsibility for, of course, that uh, you may not actually identify as being within your zone of genius, but these things still need to be done. So this will be point number two I'll talk about in a second. But um, as as a specialist, as an expert, they really dial in on what they're really, really good at, and they they cater for those strengths, and they'll capitalize on those strengths, and they will not deviate from that because they know that if they become a specialist in that one particular area, they'll be able to move the dial quicker and more than anything else. And so think about it from your perspective. What are some things that you can think about in relation to a zone of genius where you can specialize in your particular area? Now, it could well be uh, in the sales realm. It could well be your ability to engage with senior leaders. You might have just this incredible gift of being able to connect with senior leaders at various different organizations and really build a a really strong relationship. Now, if that's your zone of genius, then, hey, capitalize on that and your business should be actually focused all of, all of their attention on helping create an environment where you can do that more and more and more because you know the return on that investment is going to be huge. For other people, it may well be they've got this ability with numbers. So it may, you may be a numbers person. So you might be able to look at a certain situation and just interpret numbers really, really quickly and therefore enable your teams to focus their their attention on the right areas to maximize the return for a proposal, for example. So if that's the numbers, then that's your zone of genius. And for others, it could well be your, your zone of genius is developing your people. Uh, it could well be that you're a, you're a great coach, you're a great mentor, you've got this ability to um, unleash the potential of your team, and that's your zone of genius. So what should be happening is the businesses you're working in should actually have an environment being created to enable people to then focus on what their individual zone of genius is so that collectively everybody has their zones of genius but overall it means that the entire organization can can move forward effortlessly because people are focusing in on their areas of expertise and when that happens uh, amazing thing happens from a business point of view so the first point there is get really granular on what it is that you're good at and really start specializing on that and do not deviate the second thing that successful people do is uh, Oh, they also are really good at identifying what they are not so good at. So not so much their weaknesses, but where are some areas that perhaps they are a little, little bit less familiar or they have a couple of blind spots. And what they'll do is they will not focus on 
getting better at these things, uh, what they'll do is they'll delegate, they'll look for opportunities where they can develop other people who may actually have some expertise in the area that this particular leader doesn't and look at developing that person. So they'll, they'll either delegate or they will outsource. And this is a key point, particularly when you want to drive sustainable success. There's no point, and a lot of, this, a lot of people may disagree with this, but um, I'm a firm believer if you've got to work on your strengths and continue to accentuate your strengths, but don't necessarily work on your weaknesses because unless you've got a, a weakness that potentially can become a zone of genius, if that's something that uh, would move the needle, then if you keep working on your weaknesses, then unless you've got the right people in place, uh, you might develop the habits that are not as conducive to success. Uh, you may not necessarily move the dial as far as you could if you actually found somebody who did have a strength in that area of your weakness uh, who could actually take on that responsibility. So what highly successful people do is they look at what they're not good at and they'll look at how they can best develop others in those areas or how they can delegate or in some cases how they can actually outsource so that they can continue to focus their time and attention on the areas that they specialize in which is their zone of genius. The third thing they're really good at is they are absolutely ruthless when it comes to their time and when it comes to their area of focus. If if they are getting uh, sucked into things that are not in their zone of genius, then great leaders and great people, great highly successful people, not tolerate spending time in areas that are not going to move the dial. And in some cases, they'll be very uh, specific on their instructions and it may come across as quite um, quite forceful in terms of their demands and their communication. If it's not if it's not in their zone of genius and it will if it will not move the dial, then they're not going to spend time on it. Simple as that. And they're going to, going to be quite ruthless. And, and a lot of them, you'll, you're going to have to earn the right to spend time with them. Because they're so ruthless with their time, sometimes they might come across as being quite harsh or sometimes quite rude, but they're really, really protective of their of their time. They'll, they'll still support you. They'll still be there to, to serve you and to make sure you're, you've got the right environment uh, to be successful. But when it comes to spending time with them, they're going to be very, very specific on who they're spending time with because they know that there's only a certain amount of time available to them throughout the day and they want to maximize their time within their zone of genius uh, with that time they do use. So really, really ruthless with their time. And the last thing is they're always, they always operate with a sense of urgency. Now, it's not so much they're always in a hurry, but they're really good at prioritizing. So they know that these are the things that are going to move the dial. This is where I need to spend my time. This is where I need to spend my focus. And so I prioritize those activities at the expense of everything else. And this is why they're really good at things like delegation and also outsourcing. But when they're on, they are on. And uh, they, they're they amazing when it comes to uh, delivering the results because they are within that zone of genius. And as we talked about late last week on the podcast, we they also use the, the terminology within focus. And that is they follow the one course until successful. Um, they're not a generalist, they are a specialist. So once they've identified what their zone of genius actually is, they also know that if they follow that course, they will deliver the best results they possibly can, not only for them, but also for their team and their business. And hence, they know that that's where they need to spend their time and invest their energy. So uh, just to think about it today, what's your zone of genius? What are you really, really good at? And do you find yourself... Uh, sometimes trying to do too many things that are more general, hoping that you'll get the result. Uh, the key outcome for from this podcast is to ask yourself the question, what am I really, really good at? Now, sometimes you'll be really good at things you don't necessarily like, but because you're good at them, there's something you should be spending more time on because you know it's going to move the needle forward and deliver the outcomes you're looking for, not just for yourself, but also 
for your team, but also then think about the things that you're not so good at and don't spend a huge amount of time continuing to try to get better at those. Look at how you can outsource or delegate to others uh, in those in that particular situation. So, so the key message today is focus on your zone of genius. Stay within your swim lane, and when you do that, you'll be amazed at how quickly you'll move forward, and the results you get will be higher than perhaps you've even previously expected based on doing multiple things at once and trying to be a, I guess, a generalist without necessarily being a specialist. So the key message is become a specialist. Become a specialist in what it is that you do. Focus in on what that zone of genius is and you'd be amazed at what results you're going to be able to generate. And of course, a quick reminder, if if you'd like some help and you're committed to taking your leadership to the exceptional level and you know there's another level you can get to, then let's work together one-on-one. Love to work with you and help you over the next 90 days. Take your leadership to the exceptional sales leader level. Simply go to my calendar at leadwithdarren.com. Pick a time that suits and we'll, uh, we'll set up a Zoom call and I look forward to that conversation. So until the next episode, identify what your zone of genius is. Get really, really granular on what the capabilities are, what the skill sets are that you possess that will enable you to move the dial, not just for yourself, but also for your team. And in that process, you will move one step closer to being that exceptional sales leader. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.